Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Welcome to the Nerd Party. They can travel anywhere in time and space. Up we go into time and space. It's a wall of time and all of space. Sitting out there. Welcome to Time and Space, one group of friends adventure through the Doctor Who universe. I'm Daniel Prue. And I'm Darren Moser. And I'm the colorful companion, Philip Gilfus. <laughs> so what makes you so colorful, Philip? Uh, well, the beard. Okay. You know. Does that mean what, what it means in Star Trek? Because that's usually not a good thing. But I, I'm a little out of my depth, okay? Yeah. Yeah, Dan, if you want to talk Star Trek, i got a podcast you can come on. But <laughs> yeah, I don't think there's enough beards in, in, in Doctor Who. But uh, speaking of, of, of beardless people, uh, it's not even a segue. I'm just forcing it. <laughs> that was a good try. Yeah, I know. But anyway, uh, there were a lot of articles, and I'm not going to dwell on the negative stuff, but like there were a lot of articles about Chris Eccleson lately. Um, he's apparently doing his first con appearance, which, you know, cool, right? And yeah. he's, he's he's sort of on record as being like, oh, you know, it's, it's cool if other people want to do that, but that's not my thing. I'm an actor. He didn't really say that, but that's what he was saying. But he's doing his first one, which is cool, over in, in uh, the UK, and, and uh, there was some, uh, I guess, some, some references to fans not... You know, that he was charging a lot for autographs or whatever, which I thought was kind of weird because I don't know if UK people just aren't used to it, but he was charging about what US celebrities charge, I guess. Yeah. Maybe they're not used Look, to they <laughs> chose to Brexit and that messed up all their prices. <laughs> so the prices. they have no one to blame but themselves. We just kidding. We don't actually feel like that UK listeners. I feel like, but here's the thing about Eccleston is I feel like he. Every single interview I ever read about him could be boiled down to, I'm an actor. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and I don't know. I just, I don't know. Thor it's cool. Two. It's cool that he's doing it, though. Thor yeah. 2. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. Well, we can, you can listen to uh, the uh, filibuster on, on the network here where I talked Thor 2. Oh, yeah. Look at that. There's like all sense. sorts of cross-pollination going on, huh? Yeah. And speaking of cross-pollination, apparently a trip to the Metro just isn't the same anymore, is it, Daniel? Oh no, it's true. Um, so uh, yeah, I was, I was in in DC proper this weekend, which I'm, I'm not there, not infrequently, but not all the time. And uh, it was also the weekend of Awesome Con, so we got mm. to see quite a few characters walking around the streets and on the metro dressed up as you know this or this. Yeah, I saw I saw a pretty cool Ray from okay. Star Wars, um, and I saw somebody uh, as uh, the the Vault Hunter, not Vault Hunter. Sorry, that's a different game. The vault, I don't know, character? Your main character in the Fallout series. Okay. So um, he had the huge blue jumpsuit and okay. the big boy. He's got like I the 111 on the back. and one. It was 101, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, which is the one that was Fallout 3, which took place in DC. So, um, And, uh, you know, plenty of Doctor Who cosplay to go around. And I, I don't know enough old Doctor Who to like say exactly what it was, but I know Daniel, I Doctor believe you mean... Classic, Classic Doctor, Doctor Who. Who. I mean, was there a scarf? That's like 50%. That's like their starting <laughs> question. I didn't see any scarves. No. A scarf's usually 75% of it if you're doing it right. Uh, but you know what it reminded me of, too? Seeing a lot of that was the, um, and I know you'll f- be familiar with this, Philip, was the Doctor Space Time convention episode <laughs> from Community. So That's hilarious. That was a good, that was a good uh, flashback there. Well, speaking of cons, Darren, did you see any Doctor Who stuff over at WonderCon? Yeah, WonderCon was a lot of fun. I think, yeah, I saw the the, the basics. You know, you have the, the Fez-wearing ones and the scarf-wearing ones and the Elizanzi's ones. And, you know, it was, <laughs> you know, I think there was like a TARDIS dress or two and a, and a Dalek de- dress. But, uh, you know, I, nothing... I don't think I saw any Weeping Angels. I mean, those are like the normal ones you see that have persisted mm-hmm. throughout time and or space. But uh, 
Uh, yeah, but no, WonderCon was a lot of fun. I, of course, took K2SO there for the whole day on Saturday, and it was a lot of fun. It's the con I'd really wanted to bring him to since I had built him, and uh, it was worth it. Yeah, no, I saw I saw the video. It was very cool. Does anybody cosplay as the TARDIS? Just a big box? I, that would be pretty funny. I saw someone cosplaying as Mjolnir. And they would like run up to <laughs> Thor's, or they'd like push themselves against Loki's, <laughs> throwing yeah. people left yeah. and right. That's hilarious. Uh, there was like a, a Hela who was like holding on to it, like she was gonna crack it. And I mean, we're talking like a giant tube is like his body. I mean, this thing is probably like eight feet wide at the top. But so when he was in an elevator, I don't uh, know that's... if he ever fit in an elevator. I was gonna say this is. That doesn't count. That that's, that's the one good thing about WonderCon, though, is all their doors are, like, nine feet tall. So I never had to duck, which was very nice. Well, you know, change is part of Doctor Who, whether it's new Doctors or Companions. But one thing that also changes frequently is the intro and theme music arrangements of the show. From black and white titles to modern graphics, each intro reflects new developments in the franchise. And we will be going through all of them. Here in our discussion. That's pretty exciting. So there's like 50 intros, right? Every year, even if there's a slight <laughs> no, difference. No, that's not how it works. Oh, okay. It's basically like in the dark era when there wasn't any, you just had to make your own intro <laughs> every year. Oh, geez. That would be... No, there's, I'd say about 18 or 19 or so. Mm-hmm. So that's not too bad. Yeah, and there's probably maybe some special ones, like during a Christmas special, there'd be one with snow and maybe one with the liquor guitar but you know if you're just gonna do through your broad-based ones but yeah i guess uh, let's start at the beginning let's go 50 plus years back to the first one so i guess let's just start in the black and white era for lack of a better term and these are sort of going to be um our own groupings we've made here but just go with us for the sake of conversation um and this would sort of be the first and second doctor openings so i mean the first one of course is the first one it's the one that establish the look the feel the theme music and all that stuff in between what do you guys think of sort of the original if you will i mean it's a it's a catchy tune i mean it's there's a reason that theme has humming it in the shower pretty you know pretty much (laughs) stuck around for 50 years it's it's like the other great themes it it works really well and and visually i mean they're using a a slit scan uh technique to do that kind of like kaleidoscope-esque you know you're going through time and space and even though it's just shades of gray but you know it the imagination takes you even farther so yeah i guess it's it's very early i mean this is gonna sound stupid but i'll say anyway it's very early electronic music i mean but it yeah. is you know i mean this a genre that it would it would not really become you know the, the dance circuit the discotheques would not be playing it for a while um <laughs> <laughs> no, not, it's, yeah, there's it, not there's not a 70s dance version like the star wars uh disco <laughs> it was interesting because you know being more familiar with modern mm-hmm. not new who whatever you want to call it um and not not having a lot of familiarity with this old stuff about how, like just how much of it is pretty much the same you know you have the foundation yeah like uh, you could see obviously and then of course we'll go down the list and, and see the small changes that, that go over time but even from the very first get-go it's like yeah man whoever when they made that obviously they had a vision and uh and it was great it was, it was it was i'm sure it was amazing at the time and still really cool to look back on to see kind of what they could do with the limited technology that they had but of course and like darren said the music itself is is pretty awesome even from the very beginning now, when I was reviewing this stuff, my wife happened to be in the room, and you know she doesn't ever watch Doctor Who, but she was kind of <laughs> listening to it, and she was remarking about like how weird it sounds. Like I don't know if I'd want to watch that kind of a show, but I mean, you know, the the music, because you know we're used to it, right? But like if you're hearing it, it is sort of like left field, you know, craziness of of what kind of a show am I watching here? You know, with the visuals and the music and like. And this is going to be a kid's show, you know, because that's what it was like at the beginning. But it's kind of, I mean, scary, right? For lack of a better word, right? You know. But yeah, it's, it's kind of creepy. It's always had a little bit of Yeah, creepy. creepy. Maybe that's the right word, you know? <laughs> yeah. What's that word I'm looking for? Ah, creepy. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but like, yeah, this isn't like, hey, family fun show. This is like, okay, Twilight Zone or, you know, kind of yeah. in, that, in that realm. A lot of Twilight Zone vibes. Uh, that's actually kind of an interesting one to compare it to. Uh, obviously, that has its own sort of classic intro. Um, but totally different, not music based. It's, you know, it's got the whole monologue and stuff going on, but, uh, 
Yeah, it's very different. Very different from anything else I imagine that you would have seen on television at that time. And then, I don't know, Darren, you were talking a little bit about the effects, but I mean, even for the time, because, you know, sort of Doctor Who was, if I can say this, the redheaded stepchild of BBC at that time. Right, but like, we'll give you the... 50 cents to make this intro. <laughs> uh, here's a but, bit of equipment. Yeah, and, and I'm sure people listening are probably smarter about this than I am, but, like, it's just like a camera looking at a camera, you know, and just playing with the effect. Yeah, I mean, you know, yeah, pretty you... much. I mean, you're using, like, you know, early green screening and or not green screen there'd be blue screening back then but yeah it's it's really simple and it's it's just this it's just the doctor's face you know and it's like ooh it's coalescing and i mean it it doesn't advance too much beyond that at the beginning but well and i mean you talked about the faces so like what do you think now you know with the second doctor he actually got the you know hey i'm the doctor in this i mean how do you think do you like that the inclusion of actually having the doctor in the opening versus the first one where it's just sort of i guess introducing the feel of the show right yeah no i like the doctor and and you'll see that a lot you know going forward for the next several versions but uh it you know they like they change it but they don't change it too much but after that it's like okay we have the slit scan and we have the doctor's face and maybe something else and then eventually it starts to you know evolve from that but it's kind of like you know okay we got it you know, not to harken back to other shows, but it's like we got to have a shot of the Enterprise flying by and the title credit of the person come up in a color. Like, you know, it's pretty much the exact same intro, you know, used for those two shows. But now I you like know, it. I think it's also smart, especially, you know, in syndication, which obviously wasn't a thing back then, but, you know, or reruns as it were. But the fact that you, from the very beginning of the show, you now know, oh, it's this doctor because you literally see his face. And that's kind of important in telling uh, which one you're seeing. I did, you know, I, I thought I didn't like the faces. Um, and it was interesting, you know, we, we went through the whole thing and I'm just going to skip ahead just for a quick second. Uh, they, out of time. Yeah, I know. I, yeah, I guess it's, totally I mean, they are clear. creepy as all get out. I mean, I'm not, um, I'm not denying <laughs> that. No, but it's like, there's an interesting little, little bit of an homage with um, Capaldi. They show mm. his face. Very Wait, you can't jump wanna... to like eleven, Daniel. Like, there's an well, no, order I, to these things. It's fair play. You can jump over, you can jump over <laughs> anywhere you want. Um, I'm just saying that, like, so you you don't have the face in the first one. You do in the second, and then probably for the next, you know, whole bunch. And then then there's a bunch that don't have it, and then it comes back for Capaldi. Probably is an homage to to that original. I don't I don't like the faces. It just because it feels a little cheesier to me than not having the faces. I don't know. It's hard to explain. And but the one thing that, that Doctor Who doesn't need I'm like is more buckle cheese. up, Daniel, for the next couple of decades because uh, <laughs> I just well yeah. All right. Yeah, it sounds like Daniel wants to burst ahead and maybe add some color to the scene. <laughs> exactly. There you go. Yeah. So I think the next one we're going to talk about is just the seventies. This would have been. I'm doing rough notes here. Um, the third Doctor had two different openings, mm-hmm. and then the fourth Doctor. We're just going to talk about his sort of his first version. So sort of three openings and. We can go in order or any way you want to do it, but what do you guys think of sort of the introduction of color and then sort of the... Well, the third Doctor is literally basically the same thing, but in color. Like, it's really <laughs> not that different, but... In, and again, it's like, okay, I get you're trying to make it special, maybe, but like, lighting a face from the sides only looks <laughs> really scary and creepy, but, you know. Well, that's why people were watching it from behind the sofa. <laughs> now, I, I don't know... Darren, I don't know if you consider yourself sort of like a, a logo person, but, you know, with the third Doctor, we sort of get the H, you know, whereas, you know, the right. one and two is sort of like the... Yeah, it it feels like, oh, okay, this is going to be the new logo, and it's going to stand the test. Nope, yeah, we're going to change it again in like <laughs> half a year. No, this is going to be the logo, and it's... Nope. Yeah, I mean, it's like each... I mean, I remember that in Modern One, like you had the... I really... my. My favorite is, uh, I think it's David Tennant's, where it actually is the D and the W that looks like the TARDIS, like on the corner. That's Matt Smith. Matt Smith. Yes. Yeah, that yeah. is my fa- like. It's it's like it's clever. It's i it's like good icon iconography, and oh, it, yeah. you know, you instantly know what it is, and it is the TARDIS, and it it's like oh cool, like I could see that becoming the brand, and it's like nope. They could change it to again, you know. It's like okay, whatever. You just don't it's get so attached. So what do do? Like the the seventies and eighties intro, like as you go through them, it's they have the they diamond. Such, they have the diamond forever. Like that was such, the thing. Yes. 
a reflection of their times. Oh like, yeah. Like if eventually you move into like the neon logo as well. And it's like, <laughs> oh yeah. Then you okay. have the red headed. There's definitely a redhead chest stepchild in this list. We will get to it. <laughs> but even like even like the first, uh, uh, you know, the Eccleston uh, Doctor Who logo is really like early 2000s I as did well. that, that didn't even feel like a logo to me it's like that weird yeah, like if, giant of ellipse with like the word doctor who and there's like a dot in certain spots and i'm like what does the dot mean yeah. like what is going on <laughs> so i don't know like i mean i think towards the tail end like the newer stuff kind of is a little bit better as far as that's concerned but like which is you know, maybe i don't know it's not a bad thing it's just you can really tell when from these intros but both the sound, like the differences in sound from the intro music and the logo, you can kind of really gauge where you are, even if you're not super familiar with, you know, the doctor or anything like that. It's, it's, it, it does reflect the times, I think, of really, really well of, the, of when it was created. Oh, yeah. They're, they're a time capsule for sure. Well, I thought, so let's, the diamond logo you mentioned, that was sort of the 70s logo with sort of, this is in the second, third one and the first, fourth one. The, the, like you said, the diamond logo. Which I don't know. I don't know if it looks particularly seventies. It could be eighties. I mean, I don't know if it's, you know, but it's it's it's. I don't know. It is. It's kind of when you think classic Doctor Who. Maybe this is just me. I tend to think of the diamond one, but that's just me. It always looks like a like a coloring book like mm-hmm. thing to me. Like it's. I've always thought of it as something that's. It's like so weird as like a show logo. I don't know. It it just it just looks like it's like Doctor Who Junior, and you can play the, play <laughs> the computer Who. game or something I like. like that. I mean, it's it I is kind of nice because it is a square just tilted, so it it is you could be like the top of the TARDIS or or something like it. It fits in with and the blue, you know, like a tar- it's not a TARDIS blue, but it's you know, it's not a bad logo. Again, it's like, okay, I mean, again, I don't want to be the person who has to design a Doctor Who logo. It's like, what the <laughs> heck are you going to make that? You know, I mean, I think it's been done very well at times. Uh, and and as you were saying, you know, the fourth Doctor had the diamond logo, but it's also the first time we see the TARDIS in I know, isn't that kind intro. of funny to think that it took, like, until, I think it's the... the uh, right sev- uh, yeah, 74 the, was when... Yeah, the, it wasn't until the fourth Doctor that you actually got the TARDIS in the intro. And that definitely spruces it up a bit. Um, oh, yeah. I think... And then, point, of I'm course, sure. the creepy doctor face, but at least we had the TARDIS, you know, for... <laughs> like, is the TARDIS flying into his face, or what's happening here? No, I, yeah, I like in, uh, putting the TARDIS inside the intro, because, you know, obviously, you're going to have something iconic in there. That's that's going to make the most sense. And then, of course, that, as far as I'm aware, since I watched the rest of them, I can say this with, with <laughs> certainty, uh, that's included in every introduction afterwards, I'm pretty sure, so... Yeah, I mean, it almost seems like you're sort of building the... You know, so like the first or first black and white is just the title. And then right. like, oh, we need to put the doctor in it. So, okay, so Doctor Who's now the title or the logo and the guy who's the doctor. And then like, oh, TARDIS, we need TARDIS. But then I think even with the third doctor, like the second third doctor one is to me, and this is, it, you almost get more of the time vortex the, for the first time. Yeah. The, all the ones, it's sort of the kaleidoscope, but with that, the, the first third doctor one, you sort of start to get a vortex going on of being kind of, you know, swirling in through time. And space, I suppose. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, and but, going you know, into the building blocks, yeah, and going into like the second, fourth Doctor one. I mean, okay, this is where we start to get really trippy because All right, we're like, in the eighties now. You're in the eighties, and you're post Star Wars now at this point. Uh, and Darren, you, I think we all differently do calendars, but that does sound like. <laughs> Uh, you know, it's. I think you meant post motion motion picture. So, <laughs> um, well, no, I'm just saying because you know no, you're in space now, and you have the Doctor Who logo, which is the unified type, you know, with Doctor, and then it links around to Who. So again, that's kind of a Star Wars ish, you know, with the letters that link into each other, and then it's the like, but to make it different, it like splits a billion times up and down. To like assault your eyes. Um, <laughs> well, I thought it was a little bit. I mean, I don't know. This is always hard to measure when you say more modern looking because, like, compared to what? But I thought, yeah, with with the first, or with, excuse me, with the second, fourth Doctor one. If with the now that we're in the eighties, it was a little bit more modern looking as far as the space effects. Like it looked like a little bit more like how what space looks like. You know, as far as how they were introducing that. I'll admit it was a little weird with the doctor's head in this one, um, but but it definitely was sort of emphasizing sort of the star twinkles. That's my lack of better word um, in in that first one. 
Um, but yeah, the, this, now we go to, as you said, the, the neon logo, the electric logo, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Which I don't, in and of itself, I don't think is bad. I mean, it's just very simple, you know, compared yeah. to the dime, which is a little more complex. And this is sort of. Yeah, it's not, it's not bad. It just, especially like in light of, say, Stranger Things, like, which oh, is, yeah. do, which is retro, uh, you know, nostalgic. But good. Uh, but good. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, you know, if it just dates it to me which is fine again like we talked about it in the 70s as well it just dates it it's like you don't see a logo like that anymore like there's no logos unless they're purposefully trying to be set in that time period that's a it's a very distinctive sort of look i agree it's not i i don't like the diamond logo i don't dislike the neon logo the neon logo is fine for me because i mean i think with the second fourth doctor's one i mean you know because the fourth doctor you know it wins for time in the tardis as far as being a doctor so i guess as far as classic, maybe that's the one people think of. I don't know. You know, I, everyone has their own doctor, right? But, you know, sort of with the blue vortex. And, and I think it's interesting when you compare it to the modern stuff, when you're sort of like moving around to sort of <laughs> see the static vortex, you're kind of like, oh, I don't know. It's not that bad. I mean, like, even though you, you feel like that maybe that dates it, but I'm like, I don't know. There's nothing wrong with not throwing your, you know, going all around the world there. Uh, and then it stuck around because we also see that pretty much identical intro in the fifth doctor in peter uh, davidson's it, they just replace his face you know they make it a, a star connect the dot face right exactly yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. i'm sure some bean counter on the back's like guys if we just took the face out we could use the same logo for each season <laughs> it's like literally the one thing that changes why did we put it in the intro yeah and you know, it's one of those things as as we change doctors and logos a little bit more quickly in the eighties, unfortunately, or fortunately, I don't know, depending on one's point of view. Are we kind of being stuck in the same thing? You know, because now we're like, okay, we got to have the doctor. Okay, well, with six doctor, we're not going to just have his face. We're going to have his sort of, I don't know, upper neck. Like you just yeah. sliced him off there because we got to have all the color in there for his costume. Anyway. <laughs> But then we're like, you know what? Let's animate it. Okay. And then you have the seventh doctor. Let's get him to wink. It's like, maybe we should just stop using the face. I don't know, guys. (laughs) It's just getting creepier and creepier, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Like the sixth doctor. I mean, it's like, okay, let's take the light show up a notch. The light show now goes to 11. And no, no, this is six, Darren. No, we'll get to 11 soon enough. Uh, yeah, that's true. But but yeah, it's then you start to have like the like the two or three frame doctor face, and that's even creepier. I mean, you thought it was already <laughs> creepy enough, but it's like a normal resting face, and then all of a sudden, like three frames later, it's smiling. But you, it like happens so fast, you like double take, and you're like, oh my gosh, now it's like creepily smiling at me, and you know, it's like, oh, it's the earliest, it's a very early take on the GIF, and uh, <laughs> really experimenting. With you it, mean the so. GIF, Daniel? The GIF. It, well, I'm, whatever. I'm not. I'm not going to have that argument. But uh. I, I, yeah, we're using the British pronunciation. <laughs> but it, but it's. It, I guess you know as much as we're making fun of it. You know, if if they were sort of feeling like you know, guys, we're doing the same thing. God, you know what, guys, we have Sylvester McCoy, Seventh Doctor. You know, we fired Colin Baker. We're going to start new. Let's make this intro like five hours long, exploding stars. Let's yeah. travel in a bubble. It's eighty-seven, so we got. <laughs> it, there's this new thing called CGI, and we're gonna <laughs> kind of use it. Maybe it's a little much. I mean, I'm not saying whether it's good or bad. I, I, it's it's just a little much. I think at that point you're like, is this a movie? No, it's just the TV series. Okay, guys, I feel like we may be missing some story here. Super, by having a- well, and then you have the dual fonts with like the super block fat who and the little like doctor and the, and i'm like oh i okay. that to me this to me like the neon one i mean i know neon is is stereotypically 80s but like i don't know like you said if it's a throwback no this could is be 80s. any decade this is 80s there's yeah. no <laughs> if and or buts i feel like i'm watching some sort of cart you know 80s cartoon of like you know dinosaurs yeah or this is this is bad or something. for sure um the uh the font for who needs to go on a diet. Oh, it's, it's so bad. Yeah, <laughs> it's just bad. But um, yeah, yeah. I mean, like I said, it just gets it goes from real eighties ish to like way more eighties ish. Like it doesn't <laughs> like they they just kind of double down on what exactly what's going on at the time. So uh, this one wasn't super spectacular for me. But like with the seventh Doctor one, it almost is like, and, and I don't mean this as 
a, a complaint. It's almost like a fan-made one. And as much as because it goes on so much and it's so complex, you're like, oh, someone's having fun with it. Like, no, this is the one we're using each and every week. I'm like, oh, I would have... Well, and it's a minute. It a it's really long. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, it's not professional. I mean, like, it's cool, but not really professional. Then you got the movie. Seven seasons in a movie we, or we whatever. Go, we go into the dark period when you had to make your own logo every year. Um, and then... We sort of go into New Who, I don't know, because what do you call the TV movie? It's, I'll let other people debate. But anyway, we get the movie intro, which I thought was interesting for a few reasons. But first, let me hear what you all thought about the the movie TV movie intro. It's the only one that I actively disliked. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's super simple. Like, it's, it, like, you think, like, technically the other ones kind of have more going on than the movie intro. But I do like the classic, you know, who with the H. I mean, it, it throws back to like the diamond logo. It's just without the diamond, and so it's 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 a good balance. I mean, it's. I mean, this is almost going back to the third Doctor, you know. Yeah. Classic. But yeah. yeah, I'm like, okay, if you're 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 like this is, you know, movie budget stuff, but you're like, I mean, get a champagne well, TV bottle movie flying budget. across. TV, yeah, or, put a little. Uh, you know, it had the word movie in it, so. <laughs> BBC Fox. So, yeah. <laughs> Um, well, I thought one thing, you know, it was almost seemed like they didn't know where to go because it's a subtle vortex, but you're still in space. Like they didn't like go full vortex. If that Never go sense. full vortex. <laughs> <laughs> but like, this is the first time though. I mean, they did introduce the shooting credits that we get from now on. The super, the Superman style credits. Yes. Uh so, so yeah, so, so Daniel, you're saying you like the 70s and 80s more than TV movie. Um, yeah, I would say so. I, I would say so. I don't know. It, it's the weird transition between, and I don't know, that the first the first bit of music and the, and the classic theme, which really kind of like threw me off when I first listened to it. And then the, just the rest of it's boring. It's just boring. So Yeah, because we haven't really talked a lot about sort of how the themes have been changing. I mean, it, it is always the same arrangement. Um Sometimes a, a little lot. more rock guitar than others, but yeah, uh, electronic. No, I don't. But yeah, I guess as far as themes, the TV movie one's a little bit more staid. You know, it's it's not as you said. It, they given the opportunity to do something, they're just like, let's just keep it regular, guys. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It was just boring to me, and it didn't have any interesting thing to set it apart. Like even like we were talking about the stuff at this, you know, pulled out of the seventies or the eighties, but that at least was distinctive. This just felt kind of generic and boring. And I guess because they didn't want to... Well, I don't know. I, I guess there's ways to think about it. I guess since they didn't want to introduce the 8th Doctor in the credits, since it was still the 7th Doctor when you started the TV movie, that's why I guess there's no face you know, coming at you. But I was like, I don't know. It would have been cool to have Paul McGinn have his moment. you know. But anyway, but yeah, so you know, with the movie, there's no more faces. Now they're shooting credits at you, which is what we're going to get. And that's what we get with official New Who... With what we'll call the Davies area, with 9 and 10. Yeah, so, okay, I like the Vortex. The Vortex is really good. I, I, this is like my least favorite of all the the logo shapes. The the dots really bother me. Like <laughs> The logo is terrible. I'm looking at it and it's like, okay, it's like dot, 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 nothing, dot that's between Doctor and Who, and then dot, dot, dot. I'm like, wait, 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 wait. So... There's a dot between every letter except for C, T, and O. Why? I I think it's a message. I, secret message and then from the doctor. I Dokta. think later they take away the dots. And I'm like, I'm even more confused now. So I, I <laughs> well, don't I think like that's the usually the, the difference between 9 and 10. 9 is the dots everywhere, have fun, connect dots, where 10 is just like, I guess what, the single dot in the middle between Doctor Who. Yeah, they, it's it's such an ugly. I can make this in Photoshop in ninth grade logo. I I'm almost surprised it was actually. And like then they make the it logo. spin as a which makes it look <laughs> even worse. That's like the least flattering way. Like I could Guys, see you like won't, a, you don't imagine this PowerPoint effect I have. Well, <laughs> imagine <laughs> like, like it's like a sphere and it like flattens into an a, a you know ellipse and then it like tilts on its angle or something. It's like no, we're gonna make it spin like a propeller top. And I'm like, it looks I swear, so bad. Somebody made somebody made this logo in Office on Word ninety seven Word on <laughs> in like ten in two thousand five somehow. They did it. I don't even know. 
this is not a prof- like this is not a professional job. Like the gradients is all terrible. Like the the text is almost unreadable in the beginning. It's just everything about it is ugly. And uh, I know this isn't the logo show that we're talking about, but that's part of it. And uh, I imagine I, that would be on the logo network. Yeah, um, exactly. But but like well, so let's focus on what I would think hopefully is a positive, and that's music. We're now going like. Let's crank this thing up to third gear. You know, yeah. we're now right. uh, a little faster tempo, to say the least, right? Some drums. Get some drums in there. Yeah, no, I like it. Uh, I This is obvious. This is where I first knew the, the theme from. So, And I, and I like this version, uh, even though, well, as we get on, we'll see how they change it and stuff like that. But I do, I do like the music, and like Darren mentioned, the visuals as well are good, um, up until you hit that logo, and then it's downhill from there. Yeah, I almost wonder, and maybe this is me pushing a little bit, where the quicker uh, tempo means we're now having quicker pacer shows. You know, instead of the uh, six serial Doctor Who episodes, which you're like, really, guys? Yeah. I mean, come on. And we're going to have <laughs> one episode. Maybe we'll do a two-parter if we're feeling crazy. But, you know, do 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 And so you're sort of bringing energy to it instead of the sort of um, the yeah, sort that of strange. Does, that does pick up. I mean, the it's much more, it's it's got a better pace. Like it's actually, it's it's not like oh, let's just add a little bit of rock guitar. It's like no, it's actually got more to it. Um, I do like in the in the tenth Doctor, I like the perspective change, where it's like you're following it through the blue, and then it like you one eighty, and now you're following it through the pink. That's really cool. I like that. Like because you, you know, obviously you're getting the feeling of the TARDIS tumbling through, you know, space and time. But then you just show it up with that god awful logo at the end, and even I'm looking at the non dot one, and even that I'm like, it's this weird like gradient. I'm like, why would you do this red to yellow to orange? <laughs> it looks it's so bad. It's, it's so some bad. reason when I think of like a Doctor Who action figure pack, I imagine that logo on it for some reason. I don't know why. Just yeah, it's um, it's it's bad. Well, someone had posted on Twitter, which I know is could be a million or millions of people but anyway they're they talking about what's your favorite theme for, or arrangement i guess your favorite arrangement is the same mm. thing. um so arrangement and I was if your like, eyes oh, were shut and be... you couldn't see the terrible logo okay exactly yeah because i always thought like oh it's going to be probably matt smith era and did it, but then i listened to them i'm like no it actually is the rock 10th doctor one because it does sort of just get you like juiced up you're like, yeah, gonna watch doctor who and so yeah the theme is, it's quite is pretty good, good. I, I like it too yeah. the logo not not so much <laughs> okay Wow, a lot of logo. <laughs> let's move past. Here. Let's move past this logo, <laughs> right, please. Well, let's regenerate into what we'll call the Moffat era. Of course, this is going to be eleven and twelve. Um, I we're counting eleven as having two different intros. Attention, there is a lightning storm that is rocking <laughs> our TARDIS around. You know, it's interesting because I feel like the difference between nine and ten and eleven and twelve, like obviously the nine, you know, with nine you get new new who, but 10 and, and or sorry 11 and on feels more like new, mo- new. like bring it to the modern era who like <laughs> they got their first budget like before it was just like, <laughs> like now oh, here's the buying. budget okay I, I you know i just i do i feel like they, they got, had more production that they were able to put into this sort of stuff and it was i don't know maybe they went widescreen or hd for the first time i i don't know well but it, it just it feels like they were it just feels like this is for better or worse like produced more like this is an actual yeah. like it like some serious effort and energy and money went into the, this the cg of these of these later ones that aren't present in the earlier ones yeah so like with the first matt one and again even though i i started with 10 and 9 i did actually do it in that order it was you know you, you sort of think of the intro but i guess matt was the first doctor i started with you know from from the beginning and I, I guess I remember just seeing that that intro for the first time, you know, as the new intro. And and I guess maybe in retrospect, it isn't that much to me. But at the beginning, you know, it's like, oh, it's it's almost darker. Which I usually, you guys know me; I'm not usually a fan of like gritty or whatever. But it's sort of like the clouds and the lightning, and then sort of the lightning goes with the music, you know, yeah. you know. And it's it was just sort of new and cool, and and just a different way to see the vortex as a cloud more than just. CGI, well, we get two great blue. things. We get our giant, super fat font back with Matt Smith. It's like <laughs> carved out of granite, flying at you. I mean, it's huge. Uh, but yeah, but then you know we have the D 
DW, Doctor Who, and just in case you weren't 100% sure what that was, it rotates <laughs> into the TARDIS, which is a kind of cool effect. Yeah, this one, it's like, are we going through regeneration? Because it's like the fire and brimstone, you know, at the end. Yeah, which I think is funny because, you know, I don't think of Eleven as the gritty, uh, you know, Doctor at all. But, it, but I guess if you're looking at the intro, it's almost like, all right, guys, this isn't your granddaddy's Doctor Who. whether it's my favorite logo or not i'll have to think about it but it's versatile because you can either have doctor who or you can have dw you know for you know depending on what you're doing a horizontal or a vertical and then you still have the tardis so it's sort of versatile for the doctor who yes it's it's something i'm surprised they haven't even when they do change the logo later on i'm surprised they don't hold on to that because it is so cleverly done and it's so it's so instantly recognizable and iconic that it's kind of a perfect logo you know you can adjust it but why not keep that sort of yeah i thought they were gonna keep that but eh, no yeah yeah Yeah, so what do you all think of sort of matt's or the the, or matt's or you know because i know him so well um but with matt's uh second intro i mean it's sort of like kaleidoscope crazy i mean that's not a i feel like it it homaged really well to like the first like third doctor-esque like you have a lot more of that feeling and i like how the the um instead of the superman fly at you you get the kind of like particle effect oh. of the names coming in it's it and you're going through space it feels much more like a updated modern version of like the third or fourth doctor's intro which is which is nice i, I like it well yeah and i like it's fast and you know all this stuff and i mean daniel you're talking about you get the doctor's face it, again <laughs> Yeah, I, I, yeah, how'd you like that going back to sort of the, the classic era that Matt kind of gets? It the didn't first wink at me, through. so I was good. <laughs> well, and it's more subtle, right? Because it's not like his whole face. Like it's a like in a nebula. And, yeah, and so it's just sort of like you could just, oh my god, that's Matt, and then shoot. Matt is the nexus. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, but Matt, Daniel, you're sort of talking about production, but like imagination wise, like okay, guys, I want you to do something that's not just vortex, and so you know, it's the nebula, it's this, it's that, it's boom, boom, boom. What'd you think of all that? Yeah, I I I like it. It's it does feel like it's a, it's a purposeful homage to what's come before. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, because with the one we were just talking about, his first introduction, it was big bombastic and this whole the tunnel and all this sort of things, you know, and uh, this whole production. And this is much more simplistic. It's much more like, mm, you know, it's not as straightforward. It's just kind of like, oh, you you just kind of. This this easy going thing, and then you're it, it's a callback to what, what has come before. I like it though; I think it works well. Um, but like like I mentioned before, it, it doesn't feel as big right. as the the one before it, or is like you know more colorful. Epic. I think. Yeah, yeah, sure. For and sure, you get yeah. the I, I I like it, but maybe people that think it's too cute by half. You get sort of the and the TARDIS, and you go into the TARDIS to start the episode. Now twelve. Uh, did you know that this show is about time and space, Philip? Because this well, I, intro I think, is sure <laughs> going to let you know. Uh, well, I think it's interesting because I think if you look at all the other intros, it's more space than time. And this one's like just time. I know. It's like literally the first half of it is like you're ge- like, honestly, it takes a moment to start because it's like you're going through the gears and then you're still going through the gears and now you're still going through the gears and Okay, now you're going through Roman numeral clocks. Okay, now you see that you see the TARDIS at 12 seconds in. There's mm-hmm. nothing Doctor Who-ish before. I mean, the whole thing is yeah. Doctor Who, but it's it's cool. It's very simple. It's like someone saw that animated GIF of the spiral clock and they ran with it and made it into entire intro. But uh, it's yeah, it's the nice. gears the gears I I feel like are, are a little much, but I do like the the clock the clock. The never-ending clock uh, yeah. going down. Instead of doing the vortex. Yeah. Now, I mean, I don't know if you guys know the story. This is actually a fan-made, This not this version, but a fan-made a version with the clocks. And the producers were like, okay, we're going to use that. And so they sort of took his design and, and modified Use it that as bit. the concept. But, but basically, this is a fan idea to, to use the clocks instead. Oh, that's awesome. Just that's the gears cool. or also the spiral Roman numeral The gears clock. and the, yeah, you, you can, and we'll I'll include that in the show notes, the original fan uh, version um, that was sort of and the, I the do basis like, for this. You have the TARDIS coming out and then you shift perspective again and then it goes away. It's very similar to like the purple to pink shift, which I've always liked. So it, and then know, we get the, a good progression. Instead of the whole face, we just get sort of the, I don't know what you call eyes. As a <laughs> the brows. Yeah. But the, the eyebrows. We get his brows. It's yep. the... <laughs> attack you know, eyebrows. He's the id from Forbidden Planet about to, like, take us over. It's the same. It's uh, it's It feels like it's the 
the shot that they pulled from um, the crossover episode. Oh, the fiftieth anniversary. You yeah. Mean? Yeah. Although he's got, you know, I mean, if he makes that expression, but he's just gonna always have those eyebrows. So I guess it could have it could have been from anything, but uh, yeah. Cool. Well, guys, before we move on, so any thoughts about what 13's intro should look like? Oh, I didn't even think about that. That's a really good question. I think they sh- and and this is literally just because you just asked me five seconds ago, so I haven't really put Well, first, all right, so you guys, you know the new logo is the sort of the orange Doctor Who. With, with like, the, the dashes through it. Yeah. I like the logo. So, it's it's kind of it's, a fresh It's very breath. horizontal. I mean, yeah. I know that sounds stupid, but, Well, they, you know, they've done to... a lot of stacking, yeah. So there is no official intro yet for the 13th Doctor. Mm-mm. So I, I was watching a lot of the fan versions. So if you know, if you want to, you know, go right. on YouTube. There's fan there's, versions you know, of plenty, a, yeah. yeah. Which I think there are some interesting ideas. I saw some with, I don't know what you would call them. I'm probably going to say this wrong, but like with sort of um, hexagrams or whatever. They're sort of moving these squares sort of like this as you go through the space. It was an interesting one, but I've seen a lot of interesting ideas out there. But what would you guys think of what the 13th, anything you would like to take or not take? Yeah, I don't know. I like the logo. They could, I yeah, I like the logo if they, I think if they run with the whole like kind of beam of light, like going through things, because that's what it seems to be like the, it's going through the H and the O and the D. And I think if it continues that kind of a thing, I mean, you really could do almost anything. But I think it'll, mm-hmm. I think it'll work. I'm looking forward to seeing it whenever it comes I hope, out. I, I do hope. Obviously, you know, we we want to keep some some sort of through line going through all this stuff. But I I hope they do take it in some take this opportunity to kind of. And I know they try to do this every few years, but like just take the opportunity to kind of reinvent it. You know, um, we've we've had we just talked about sixteen, seventeen different introductions, which more or less are kind of variations on the same theme. And I think you could pay homage to, to a, a good chunk of them and still do something really wild and out there, something crazy and new. And obviously with this being the first female doctor, you know, just take that and run with it and kind of, I, I don't even know what that means. I, I'm not designing the <laughs> show. I'm not a producer, so I it don't have to know what it means. It to but, have something that, I mean, if, could you have the longer intros nowadays? Like just to like, coast by like literally 12 silhouettes or something like i mean you never see that in any of the intros um i mean i'm trying to think if there was something like that for the 50th or i I thought i remember seeing the credits in the credits it was it was sort of like the first doctor credit credit second okay yeah something like that but i think i mean not that they have to do that because that's not really the precedent but you could do something like that where it's just show some sort of iconic outline of each character um just kind of like look how far we've come or something like that or a giant you know male logo and then it rotates and now it's <laughs> really simple that'll really oh. get those trolls going that oh, nice. geez. don't do that uh, bbc uh, that's not a legitimate decision all right well we talked a bit i'd say about some introductions here, but let's take a, a look into the TARDIS library and talk about the very first color episode. That's right. Now, what we're going to talk about is, as you say, you know, we're talking about all these changes with the intros. Well, Doctor Who had a interesting change from the second Doctor to the third Doctor. Not only were we changing Doctors, we were going to be in Color, 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 color. So this was an alternate Earth that was a color that was a different Earth than the one that the previous Doctor visited. Yeah, so we're going to be look, talking about uh, the Spearhead from Space, which first premiered 3 January 1970. Here is a synopsis from TARDIS.Wikia. Forbidden. I feel like I need like background music as this scrolls. Uh, forbidden forbidden continue. to continue traveling the universe by his own people, the Time Lords, in exile to Earth in the late 20th century. The newly regenerated Doctor arrives in Oxley Woods, accompanied by a shower of mysterious meteorites. Investigating the occurrence is Unit, and an organization which has previously been associated with the Doctor during the Cybermen's invasion. Led as before by Brigadier Alastair Gordon Lethridge Stewart, Unit is soon in action when people and meteorites start going missing. Most puzzling is the attempted kidnapping of a strange hospital patient, a man with two hearts, who insists that he knows the Brigadier. 
The new doctor soon joins forces with his old friend, with Unit, and with the recently recruited Dr. Elizabeth Shaw, but time is running out. Irregular things are happening at a nearby plastics factory, while faceless creatures lurk in the woods. The Nestines have landed a spearhead, there you go, force, and plan to conquer the country by substituting plastic auton replicas for men and women in key government and military posts. So, I guess it's hard to talk about the absence of something or the presence of something, but like, you know, like, what's color look like? We all know what color looks like. But, I mean, I guess, would you sort of think knowing this is the first color episode of Doctor Who? Well, I mean, first, I want to get it straight. Uh, I will not be referring to him as Brigadier Alistair Gordon Lethbridge Stewart. Uh, he's going to be called Bagels uh, <laughs> going forward. Because the that's Brigadier. Just, yeah, that's just, that's just way easier to say. But, uh, yeah, I mean, they, they weren't exactly, again, Star Trekking it as far as there wasn't, like, primary colors galore i mean you know the, you still had color but it wasn't like you know i mean it would have been interesting if like the fourth doctor had been the first one in color with like that scarf <laughs> i was just gonna say it's yeah the the doctor's outfit is primarily monochromatic too which is uh, and he really is, wants his shoes like really yeah. bad <laughs> i want the tardis keys in there <laughs> um but you have the i mean you have the tardis blue but I, so I, I guess i'm just saying they don't you know, it's not like, oh, 3D, and it's, we're going to have everything come at the screen. It's like, no, it's just in color. Because, I mean, another thing to remember is, yes, it's the first one broadcasted in color, but that doesn't mean that people still didn't have black and white televisions. Yes. Which you kind of needed good, good a color television to see it. So you had to think about that still while you were producing something. You couldn't have, look at that red whatever, and it's like, oh, yeah, that's gray gray shade number five, and that's doesn't tell me anything you know yeah and, and of course you know with the tardis landing um interesting <laughs> um like you know i'm not you know whatever it's 1970 i'm not gonna hit him too hard on it but you know sort of uh okay well first time you see the the blue tardis right you know um i'm you know i'm sure you could figure it out in grayscale but still i mean remember the tardis was also a thing like it was a police box that people had seen that's true before. people know what a police box is like yeah oh, yeah though i i do the the tease for me we never get to see inside it I'm like, oh, man, because, you know, you're like, oh, it's the third Doctor's new TARDIS. And, oh, you guys, you guys. Yeah, that's where you're going to put all the color. (laughs) No, I mean, we're we're, we're talking first color episode. Now, this was, of course, the first time that the Autons were used. Knowing New Who, as as I know you all do... The ninth Doctor's first episode, Rose, that was had the Altons with you know. I'm plastic. very glad you brought. I'm very glad yeah. you brought that up because I was mm-hmm. I was going to ask that question. I'm like, yeah, okay, they're doing the mannequin thing. Is this? Yeah, it was this was where it came from, and it yeah. was cool to kind of see that sort of the the origins of that. That was really neat. You have your first color Doctor. Um, what do you all think of John Pertwee and the third Doctor? You know, it's as people say, he's getting younger and younger, but he's not quite there yet. So it's. Uh, again, it's one of those things that it's not, you know, New Who is all about, you know, like, oh, we got to cast like the hip, young, whatever, except for Cavaldi. But, you know, it's, I don't know, I, I feel like I can't judge because I don't know enough about British, like, culture to, like, determine if this is a person that I would want to see on screen. Yeah, he always strikes me, and again, I'm th- three is not, is probably the one I know the least because I have not seen all of him. I've seen everything. Except three, all of three. Was um, he the one with the car, with the big yellow yes. car? Yes. Well, that's what you remember where you saw the car that he stole, and he's like, yeah. "I want to get one." You know, that was one of the conditions he had. And yeah, so Bessie will be the oh, car we'll Bessie. see later that will be yellow. Yeah. So I mean, that which makes is sense. Again, we're in color. Of course, the car is like a bright canary yellow. <laughs> <laughs> but of course, you know he's stuck on Earth now, so we can't have colorful aliens and all that and whatever. Well, that does help with moment. the budget, Philip. Just a little. <laughs> We're stuck in present day Earth. Darn. Yeah, but it was always interesting, you know, when you have a new doctor because you usually half the time he doesn't know, you know, he's a little bit regenerated in the head. But I think he 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 kind of once he gets the cape on and you're like, oh yes, that is the third Doctor outfit. The stereotype is sort of the James Bond of Doctor Who's with the third Doctor, sort of the the, the posh and action more figure. the James Bond Junior. But okay, I, yeah. I see where you're going. <laughs> Well, more Ian Fleming maybe than uh, Sean Connery. What did what did you think of of this Doctor Daniel? I mean, not that you're a doctor, or but you are Daniel. Uh, Daniel Doctor. Daniel Doctor. I mean, because again, I I I also know very little of the Third Doctor, but I mean, he seems like a kind character. I mean, sometimes yeah, he was later. He you came off really to gruff. me as uh, charming in a sort of grandfatherly. Yeah, way. he's grandfatherly. 
Um, he was nice and he, much more soft spoken than I would have expected um, from from his like from him visually. Um, but he was he was really what what I actually really enjoyed was the um, his his companion there. I, I, oh, Liz. Yeah, she was pretty cool. Um, yeah, you know, we, to to because we sort of had a lot of you were talking about youth, Darren. You know, the second Doctor had sort of Jamie and Zoe, so it was sort of the kid companions. Sounds really silly, but younger companions. Whereas Liz is a scientist. You know, she's a unit. She's an adult. You know, she's not going to be the screaming. You know, stereotype. She's going to be like, okay, let's do this stuff. Well, and yeah. although I was expecting to hear the Star Trek Four escape music when he was wheelchairing away, because I think that would have been perfect. <laughs> that that polka music uh, that would have been that would the only thing that could have made that scene better. Yes, I was I was like, oh gosh, wheelchair escape. I think shades of Second Doctor maybe here more than Third, but it still works. Why not? So, Philip, what are we going to be talking about? next time uh, well we're all going to be talking about next time you know we're talking about changes and color so what about a character that is almost outside of time and space and that's river song oh so, sweetie yes yes so we're going to be talking about uh, if we can get her timeline correct <laughs> good luck or whether the writers got her timeline correct um but anyway we're gonna be talking about river song or melody pond depending on pound what you refer to her as all right, but before we talk about River Song, guys, where can Daniel? Where can we find you to talk about your favorite logo on the internet? Well, people can find me on the internet uh, on Twitter at One Up Dan. That's the number one, not the word. As in, the Eleventh Doctor is still the best. So it's. Two I was gonna ones. say, I was gonna see how you're gonna pull that one out from uh, the first. Uh, I tried. Yeah, I just. <laughs> you get what I'm saying. All right, and Darren, if people want to have long Twitter discussions with you about gradients, where can they find you? Uh, yeah, let's not talk about that spinny pie plate of death. Uh, they can find me on Instagram and my website. Both are Dr. Sci-Fi, D-R-S-C-I-F-I. And if folks want to talk to me about different theme tomb arrangements, they can find me on Twitter, where my handle is at NC Public Servant. Or they can listen to me each and every week on the network on City Alpha 3, where I talk Star Trek with my wife each and every week. Well, until next week, guys, you are my favorite companions. In all of time and space. Thanks. Aw, thanks. This is BBC Television. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.